Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. Well, speaking of Eskom, uh, the CEO Andre Derecha says that 626 million rand has already been spent on diesel for the month of April. Eskom CEO uh, Andre Derecha says that the plan is to drop load shedding to stage two after the evening peak, uh, with a possibility of it being lifted for the weekend after the Friday evening peak. Now, Eskom says it had to implement stage four load shedding on Tuesday after two units tripped. And speaking at a briefing uh, to update on the power supply situation, Dorator said that several units had been returned, but there was still a loss of 270 megawatts due to maintenance at Kaurabasa. We have spent um, for April so far uh, 626 million rand uh, on diesel for the month of April so far. That is about 48 and a half million litres of fuel that we have consumed at our open cycle gas turbines. We burn too much diesel. Uh, we, we don't like spending money on diesel, but the open cycle gas turbines play a very important role in reducing the peak demand, uh, particularly during evening peaks. And that this is what the plants were designed for. This is why they are there. And we have in the past been using them quite successfully. So these plants are uh, very well maintained. Uh, we make sure that we always have adequate diesel stocks available at these facilities. And that's why when I give my update at the start of these briefings, I always refer to the diesel uh, tank levels. Uh, this is very important and this is something that we monitor very closely. It's uh, measured on an hourly basis and we, we monitor the arrival of trucks, particularly at Ankerlich. And um, we, we therefore do everything in our power to not run out of that reserve capacity, uh, which is really a, a, uh, a battery, if you will, to provide against uh, the sudden loss of generation units bearing in mind that we have an unreliable and unpredictable system. Uh, we, we are emerging from load shedding. Uh, I want to thank my colleagues in Generation for putting in an extraordinary effort to manage the number of trips that they've had, bringing units back, uh, meeting their commitments. This is very important and uh, it's, it's taken a lot of hard work and dedication. Uh, I can assure you that the teams are very focused and are working very hard. Uh, I also want to uh, remind every South African please to use electricity sparingly, particularly during peak hours from about uh, five o'clock in the afternoon till about uh, 7.30 to eight o'clock in the evening. That's when we have our highest demand on the system. And again, your cooperation to managing demand as best you can by switching off any unnecessary appliances is very much appreciated and we uh, look forward to your, to your continued uh, understanding and support during this very challenging time for ESCOM and uh, the electricity grid in general. And that was ESCOM CEO Andre Derecha. So for more, we join on the line by energy expert Ted Blom. Ted, good afternoon. So it's always staggering when you listen to the numbers, uh, but I've just been trying to work out. Uh, we're talking now about 626 million rand uh, worth of diesel for the month of April. But how much load shedding have we had, at least in terms of days, during the month of April? 
Okay. Um, I think we've had, uh, if my memory serves me correct, um, we had bad load shedding in January and February, and then in March it sort of subsided, and in April uh, we're now heading towards just over seven days of load shedding. Seven days? Yeah. Could that be right? 626 million rand worth of diesel for seven days. Okay, so, uh, I mean, in the context of what uh, those units put out, uh, it's actually, uh, if, if Eskom could just cut the, uh, the, the, the middlemen out of the diesel supply chain, uh, it would actually be uh, much cheaper running the diesel, and it actually does cost them. Uh, but, uh, yeah, those units each put out 150 megawatts, and uh, they consume, each unit consumes uh, 50,000 litres of uh, diesel per hour. And they, on certain days, they were running 20 of those. Wow. Certainly is staggering that and uh, something worth, you know, looking into and crunching those numbers, uh, looking at what we are told now that we could be in for over the 61 days that we were initially told. Let's just talk about that as well, Ted. We were told at some point 61 days of load shedding this winter. And now we're told anything between 37 and 101 odd days. So what is actually going on? Well, I think it just boils down to the fact that Eskom has not delivered, and the leadership of Eskom has not delivered on its own promises. Uh, when the writer came in, he undertook to refurbish uh, the units, uh, bring them up to scratch, and he undertook to do that within 18 months. Uh, at the time, I said he was mad. Uh, it would take at least five years and 600 billion rand. He didn't think he needed extra budget. Obviously, he's now changed his tune. He's now no longer doing the refurbishment which he undertook to do. And he stated, and I, and I, I believe he's out of order, because you can't just change Eskom's uh, um, uh, uh, policy uh, on the whim. Uh, you've got to go to shareholders and to the public. Uh, but anyway, he's now unilaterally decided to uh, rather spend the refurbishment money on, uh, on uh, renewable energy, uh, which uh, has also let us down. Uh, we'll see that last week, on, a, on its best day, renewable uh, supplied 16% of installed capacity, and on its worst day during the week, it only supplied 9% of, uh, of stated capacity. So renewable is also not the answer. But anyway, just to get back to uh, where we are, so Eskom has not refurbished the units that uh, it undertook to do. This morning, the rate again said, now you know how he wants to go back to the OEMs, where we sort of warmed up uh, two years ago, and got them pounding, and now and then he told them to go and uh, go back to sleep. And now this morning, because it suits him, he's now wanting to uh, reinstate them and bring them back to uh, help with the fixing up of the units. So, uh, I mean, what we see here is a person who's actually desperate. He hasn't got answers. He's out of his depth. He's got no experience. I mean, uh, I would have thought that he would have had two and a half years of solid experience. It seems like that, uh, that has not uh, gone down uh, as we'd hoped it would. And... Um, uh, at one hand, on the one hand, he's complaining about the old units that are breaking down. On the other hand, I mean, we've got his, his subordinates complaining that he's tightened the budget or, 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 or turned off the taps, and uh, that uh, the budget for maintenance has been cut by anything uh, and or delayed uh, in, in more than 75% of the instances. So you can't have your cake and eat it. I mean, either you fix the things up, you spend the money to fix them up properly, and you do it on a systematic basis. Or you don't. But you can't change your tune and, and policy you know, every three months or every six months or every 18 months. 
you got to, you know, Eskom's a big organization. They've got more than 450 depots. They've got 40-odd thousand people on the payroll. Um, you can't just chop and change. People need to know when they go to work, they need to know what the environment is. Are we going to fix that thing closer or are we running this place into the ground? So the director came with a message, he's going to fix everything up, and then he said, no, he's going to run everything into the ground. Today he's changed his tune, and now he wants to go back into fix-up mode. I mean, I don't know what's going on in this guy's head. Okay, it's, it's it's all very confusing at the moment, uh, but we have also now been hearing talks about a total system blackout. Uh, the Rater did address this, and uh, he stressed uh, several times that this is a low-risk scenario at the moment. What's your take on that? Well, with respect, uh, he's probably the last person I'd go to to find out what the risk is of load shedding. Um, but nevertheless... Um, Look, in the 100-year or 99-year history of ESCOM, the risk today of load shedding, of sorry, complete blackout, is probably the highest in the history of ESCOM. Uh, whether it will happen or doesn't happen, I pray to God it doesn't happen because it's a disaster of note, um, also in a country where 70% of the people are unemployed. Um, and also, it will take a long time, and I don't even know if we've got the money to actually reinstate the system, especially if it's a catastrophic meltdown. If it's a controlled meltdown, it'll take a day or two or, or two weeks to get the things back up and running. But um, it's, we, it's all hinges on the competency, the alertness, and the information systems that are available to the control room at Simapan. If those people fall asleep or something goes wrong really quickly uh, and they're not on the job, they're in the bathroom or wherever they are, it's, it's a question of seconds and the system could melt down. Um, then, I mean... Put on top of it is that uh, the people are under tremendous stress in, in that control room. And secondly, Eskom has, has, has not paid uh, some of those in, uh, information suppliers, the software suppliers. You recall, Eskom has declared a dispute, and there's a stalemate on some of the suppliers. So the last time I heard, they weren't updating the systems, and the systems uh, were actually not operating properly. I've seen some instances where Eskom staff uh, actually can't access or print uh, uh, results from uh, their, their inquiries into the system, and they just have to send us screenshots. Uh, I mean, it, you know what? It, it, it's actually in a perilous situation, and I hope we don't have a blackout. But as I said, uh, today and this year, we are at the highest in the 99 years of history in terms of risk of uh, a total blackout. So for the South African consumer of um, Eskom Electricity, this is totally exasperating. But what is the end game? Where, where are we going with all of this? Well, you know what? I mean, there are conflicting messages as to what the, the real gain is. Um, clearly, the real gain is not to fix up Eskom and to uh, just get it back to where it was uh, less than 20 years ago, in fact, just on 20 years ago, Eskom was awarded a world trophy, an award for the best utility on the earth in New York. Um, clearly, something has gone very, very wrong in the last 20 years to go from the best utility to probably one of the worst utilities in the world. And all you can surmise from that is that either there's gross incompetence in the leadership of Eskom or there's gross incompetence in the strategy of Eskom or in the board of Eskom or in the shareholder which took control. It's ironic that the government took control of Eskom in 2001, by the way, and that's when things started going south uh, with the interference and the political ideolo ideologies that uh, were forced upon Eskom so, and the corruption that also started in, in that same time. 
uh, with, especially on the coal account. Uh, that's when the major corruption started. And the, the door was actually open to corruption in December 2001 with the emergency coal procurement uh, alleviations of, of regulation. So where are we going? Well, clearly, if somebody like Mr. Koko could, in a period of two years, stop the load shedding, fix up the units, get the availability back up to about 80%, which is where it was at the time when Eskom uh, was the world utility, and where Eskom should have been. It should never have gone below 80% availability of, of, of plant. Um, it, it clearly, where we are today, with the, the, the availability below 60% and falling, um, the, 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 the right strategies and the right people and the right tools are not in place. Uh, if Eskom carries on like this, it's going to run into the ground. You don't need to be a genius to see this. In fact, um, when I forecast the load shedding, people now tell me what the load shedding is going to be because they themselves have seen what's going on. So I think it's time, and I said yesterday, it's time for a, a, a state of emergency at ESCOM. Get all hands on deck. Get the people that are competent to fix the place up back in where they belong. And, and if they, they've done other misdemeanors, sort that out in a different forum. We adults, we need to be mature. You can't want to bring the whole house down because somebody was a bit naughty in some areas. Just take his pen away and give him a clear mandate if, 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 if that's what uh, is required. But uh, by putting in second-rate people and people with no track record, I mean, this is clearly a, a recipe for disaster, and that's exactly where we are at the moment. Ted Blom, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in.